0: Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. If you could time travel, where or when would you go?
1: Ooh, great question. I would say I would go back to 1957 because that's the last time the Detroit Lions were good. Wow. (laughs) That's That's dedication there. That's really good. (laughs) Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast
0: on the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck.
1: I am still getting hammered. You
0: are. I don't
1: understand. I don't understand. Debbie Mittman, episode 67. I'm sorry, but I had to stop episode 217 at the 821 mark in order to send this tweet. The talking heads are in the freaking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They were inducted in 2002, so please reset the board to zero. I mean, I know that. Okay. But, and, you sure. know, I did bring up a very good point that sand is also in the Toy Hall of Fame. It is. So, you know, I'm not saying before I get the emails are and the tweets. Are you saying the talking no, heads I'm are sand? I'm not saying talking heads <laughs> are the sand of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
2: Maybe I'm they are. I'm just
1: saying, you know. As, but good for them? As Mr. Tony's has said numerous times, it's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of pretty good, or the Hall of Very Good, or however he says it. Sure. I guess I should have found that direct quote. That's okay. He says it all the time.
0: They know what you mean. Todd
1: Takei, episode 115. Chuck's dissing of the talking heads caused (laughs) T.W.T.W.I.A.R.B.M. to have a rage explosion. (laughs) Now... Mr. Wow. Takei, did you get that on video? I hope wow. so. Because that would be great. You should send that That's in. That's funny. I mean, I don't know. But we did get some really good feedback on Gordy Taylor's episode, which yeah, was nice. Yeah. Brad Phillips episode one fourteen. I agree wholeheartedly with Gordy's take on the NCAA reasoning Beheim's win total. So he's referring okay. to the Syracuse coach, obviously, that sure. is no longer there, but yep. and his win total. Kim Wilson. Two L's. Episode. Ah, got her. Thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Just try to guess. She wrote, "Quote: No one's heard of Pickney yet. There I was yesterday. She was there oh. in his hometown. Yeah. All right. Then we heard from Chuck Pinter, episode TBD. Have played golf multiple times in Pickney at both Whispering Pines and Timber.
0: Hmm. So those sound lovely. You know, it's
1: Gordy. Lots of people know where you grew up. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. All right. Well, Roxy, now we have to start this episode with a thank you.
0: Oh, for sure. Now,
1: this was amazing. We got this great box of that. Oh, yeah. In the mail. And it was adorable because on one side of the box, it actually said, it, he wrote on it, hashtag box of that. Yeah. Another side, it said, la cheeserie. cheeserie. And then on the other side, it said,
0: episode TVD. I mean,
1: how cute is that? Okay, this is all on the outside of the box. So uh-huh. we knew it was from a little. Yep. We just didn't know who. So we opened it up. Roxy, I'm going to let you do the honors of reading this gorgeous letter. Okay. It's great.
0: Chuck and Roxy, here's a box of that. "'On a whim, I made some coasters with words and phrases unique to the TK universe and sent them to Tony. The gang seemed to like them and say nice things, and orders came in from all over the country. It has taken me almost a month of free time to get all of them made, but it's been a fun challenge. I had some remnants and rejects that didn't quite turn out as great as I hoped, but certainly weren't bad. Seemed like a shame to not hand them off to some littles that I knew. I thought you might like a sampling.' I have finally caught up to the orders but can easily make more if other littles are still interested. Simply go to Etsy.com and search Tony Kornheiser. Pretty sure I'm the only thing to pop up. Also, I was thrilled you mentioned my NCAA bracket title, Episode TBD. However, Tony snubbed my clever title of Chessie's Vomit. Maybe next year. Enjoy the coasters or give them away. It's your box of that to do with As You See Fit. Larry Marshall, Zanesville, Ohio, Episode TBD. Wow.
1: Okay, well, Larry Marshall, I'm calling it right now, Roxy. We now have an official sponsor for our 2023 Bracket Challenge. Yes. Okay, because we didn't have one. I mean, we have our mediocre prizes, but now they're not going to be mediocre because, Larry, as you said in the note, they're ours to do with what we want. So Roxy and I are going to keep a set, yeah. but we're going to give out the rest uh-huh. for prizes yeah. for our Bracket Challenge. And what comes along with that is because that it, it's very generous, Littles. He says they're like not right or something. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. They're great. <laughs> I don't know. There I don't must know be what something. The right there must be some attention to, be, to detail pretty, we're not picking up on or yeah, something. Yeah, these are pretty amazing. That he called them what rejects or something. I don't know. He said something like that, but they're great. So, we're going to give and you know, it we're covered Yeah, they
0: just didn't quite cut the mustard, I guess. I get
1: Well, it doesn't matter. We're covered anyway cuz mm-hmm. we advertise mediocre prizes. Absolutely. So, but I'm telling you, little's will want these.
0: These are great. So,
1: on the back of the card it says Foothills Collective dot, Etsy dot com. okay So that's where we're going to put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. We're calling it. He's our sponsor for the 2023 Loyal Littles Podcast Bracket Challenge. Yes. Uh, that was just it such was so a nice, nice surprise. I know. Thank you. So and we great. have to get you
0: on the show so that you yes. can have an episode number, not an episode TVD. Yes.
1: And so then you can promote all this again. Uh-huh. But he put in there something. You just go to Etsy and search Tony Kornheiser. Yep. Yeah. They're great. Yep. They're really great. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. That was really sweet. And we're happy to... Spread the joy yeah. with the other Littles, whoever wins our 2023 Bracket Challenge.
0: Absolutely.
1: Now, speaking of, let's get to our leaders. Yes. Okay.
0: Final four, right?
1: Oh, you mean for the bracket names. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. we're going we're gonna to save that. Ooh. We're just going to give you who's ahead. So okay. the first place is Roxy, take it away. Ha, ha, ha. Still in first place, 710 points. Then we have a second place, Sean Atch4. They're in second place. Uh, they're 20 points behind. And then we have a tie for third, Shark Sandwich. And that's it. That's one. <laughs> I think they were going for that's it. That's the list. I don't know. That's what's showing up on for the bracket name. So but that's, nice. what, so that's what we're announcing. They're tied for third. That can easily be jumbled around. But let's get to our final four bracket names. Okay? Okay. We windled this down. Again, this is not just us. This is all the third wheels. All the wheels third wheels. And... Yeah. We voted. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Phil's mom's sister. <laughs> now, I keep saying not his aunt. <laughs> should be the same thing. <laughs> Phil's mom's sister. And we keep forgetting to plug this. Hello, littles. We've had Phil on our show. Yeah. Now, we haven't had Phil's mom on our show yet. No. Hopefully, that's going to happen somewhere down the pike. But we've had Phil on our show. He's episode 166. Yeah. So, go meet Phil. Mm-hmm. It's a great episode. Yeah. It really is. He has some really great TK stories. It's always fun just to hear, you know, these people from the TK show, but to where they grew up and their background and to hear more about his mom and stuff like that. Uh It's always fun. So, all right, Roxy, what's next?
0: Next, we have 83, hello, Choxy. I'm Greg Garcia's agent.
1: That's the second one. Now, these are in random order. Yep. No particular order. Next, we have Chessie ate my bracket. Mm -hmm. That's
0: It's a good one. The third one. Yep.
1: And last but not least, our final four.
0: Roxy versus Doxy. So
1: those are our final four. And then obviously on our weekend episode, Saturday's episode, we will narrow it down to the championship final two. Yep. All right. Now, speaking of, we wanted to give another little shout out to Bob Sproul. Episode 23. Mm Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, we haven't done this in a while. We haven't plugged this in a while, so we kind of should do this. And he does these amazing little contests all throughout the year, not just for March Madness, okay? They're called Contests of Small Monetary Value, and it just varies. He does some for the master. He does them golf. He does football. He does baseball. He does them all. This one was a confidence pool for the Sweet 16. So it was called the Sweet 16 Small Monetary Value Confidence Pool. Yep. Okay. I highly recommend these. It's really fun. It costs nothing to join just like our contest. Uh-huh. But we only do it like once a year. He does them all throughout the year. You sign up, you fill out, you email him. We can get you all that information and then he gives out a, a small a prize yeah, if you of win. A small
0: monetary value. Now, it's
1: kind of expanded a little bit. Now, how this all started a little bit was Bob used to do uh, he likes to gamble. Very small business, but he likes to gamble. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to make I don't want to turn him out to be like a, a degenerate man. gambler. <laughs> Okay, he mentions all the time. It's like he'll put like $5 here, Mm a couple bucks here, stuff like that. But he just likes the passion of having something riding on the game or whatever. So he used to post all these things in the Tony Facebook groups. And some people liked it, some people didn't. So I suggested to him, and I don't know if it was my suggestion that put him over the edge. I'm sure other people did as well. But he started his own Facebook group, and it's called Littles Picking Games. Yep. So If you're into any of that stuff, you should head over there. Go to Facebook, Littles Picking Games, okay? And it's a lot of fun. I'm a member of it. It's people pick out games. They throw out their bets. Sometimes they'll have a little fun with each other, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's where he posts all this stuff for the confidence pools he does and all these other contests, and you can become a member there. And like I said, if you want to be in part of this, we'll make sure you get in touch with him. But just go to Bob Sproul, episode 23. You'll get his information. You can find how to get in touch with him if you want to. They're great.
2: Yep.
1: Roxy won the Sweet 16 Confidence Pool. I
0: did. Is that
1: your first one you've ever won? I don't think so. I think you've won 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 one 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 other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, the funny part is we filled out. I did. I partaked as well. Obviously, I didn't do as well. But she told me who she picked. And I knew she was going to pick Connecticut because that's who she's had. (laughs) But then you kind of, you said, hey. I picked San Diego. She picked San Diego State. Uh And I looked at her. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, maybe I should change it. And I went, well, and I actually said, I said, nope, don't change a thing. Mm-hmm. I said, because I was picking against them. So right. I was like, between the two of us, we felt like we had things covered. I'm like, no, no, no. You stick with your picks.
0: Yep. Because thank goodness I did that.
1: Because Bobby would have beat you.
0: I know. You know, I know so we were really close. Neck and neck.
1: Th- the floor is yours. What are you going to say to Bobby? Eat it. Thank you. All right, she's she's a little now. She's a little. So eat it, Bobby. I had to think
0: about it. You should have seen my face, Littles. Channel twelve. So congratulations.
1: Make sure you head over to Littles Picking Games on Facebook. Yeah, check it out. Make sure you check out all of Bob's contests. He's Mm -hmm. uh, probably going to do one for the Masters. Those are always fun. I hope he does one for the Masters. Mm -hmm. And poor Tiny Chuck's still trying to win one of these. (laughs) He's dying to win one of these. He hasn't won one yet. Better luck next time. Roxy, all right, let's get out of here. We have a great Meet the Littles guest. Mm-hmm. We're very excited for this. Now, we're coming to a close on Women's History Month, yep. as we know. A couple Littles did notice. I don't think you even noticed. But our bumpers all this month have been all the ladies Yep. from the Loyal cool. Littles podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made sure we did that, except we do the traditional Mr. Tony in between the guests because it's Tony freaking Kornheiser. Uh-huh. Trust me, if Carol would have done a bumper for us, we would have used that all month. Oh, for sure. So we finally have another Mrs. coming on the podcast. We do. So we're very excited. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with...
2: Meet the Littles.
1: This is Dina in Damascus
3: with a single Wide Sink, and you're listening to Chuck and Roxy on the WTFC
1: Podcast Network. are being played in this episode by a band called Phonolux. And this song is called Phantom Vibrations. Now, if you like what you hear, you can find all their stuff on their website. It is just phonoluxmusic.wordpress.com. That is P-H-O-N-O-L-U-X-M-U-S-I-C.wordpress.com. And we'll make sure we put that all in the show notes. And more importantly... As always, we'll play the full song, Phantom Vibrations, at the end of the podcast.
2: All
1: right, all you loyal Littles, it's now time to...
0: Meet the Littles! And Roxy. Yeah, Chuck.
1: Now... This is not our first husband-wife combination. No. But I think it's the first one that we actually knew about. Yes. I, I, there's only been one other, right? I, I think so. I do believe so. I All think right. So. Well, let's get this one going. Welcome to the podcast, Devorah Sheremita. Hey, Devorah, how's it going? It's going
3: great. Hi. Hi, Jack. Hi, Roxy. Hi. Now, yes. we've met. Mrs. Mrs. This is episode 154. There you go. Oh, that's,
1: that's a good title, maybe. That's,
0: yeah.
3: That's a good title. I'm going to write that down right now. We might steal now. that.
1: <laughs> well, this is great. We've actually met mm-hmm. in person, which was nice. Yeah, you back in both, December. Yeah, you were both here. Yes. Uh, you came to see the Roxy show, as we call it, uh-huh. apparently. And, um, and that was great. And we had a little meetup Gathering. at Hurley's. Yep. And we actually had some other people show up, which was nice. We
3: did. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The show was fantastic. I mean, it was. Just, how could it not be? I
0: yeah, right. <laughs>
1: exactly.
3: Yeah. I mean, come on. And then Hurley's was great, except they didn't have Jamison Black Barrel, and that was disappointing.
2: Uh, oh, that's right. That's
0: uh, right. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, we didn't know we were bringing real drinkers to town. I, mean, I know. We're just. <laughs> I don't know. Slubs. Mediocre, mediocre. We're <laughs> mediocre drinkers, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, you know how this works. I think by now, let's take it back. Let's meet you and uh, tell all the little, little something about yourself.
3: Hi, I'm Devorah Sharamita. I'm an Army vet, Navy wife, and a Marine Corps civilian. I work for Headquarters Marine Corps Safety Division, where I manage the curriculum for the safety courses across the Marine Corps, and I manage a ground safety for Marines course at seven of our installations around the world. (laughs) I'm pretty busy. Yeah. And I'm originally from California. Big Navy move, the San Francisco Bay area down to San Diego. Graduated high school there and went right into the army because they guaranteed my language. Mm-hmm. I went into the army as a Russian linguist. And at language school is where I met my husband, Greg.
1: Is this something you wanted to do? You knew you wanted to go into the army. Were your parents in the army?
3: My family was Navy.
1: Navy. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. I just, I know. I, I just totally I
3: know. swore wow. on the podcast. My dad was Navy. My stepdad was Navy. My uncle was Navy. Wow. I don't really look good in white, Okay. but the Navy wouldn't guarantee me my language. And I took a year of Russian in high school, loved it, Mm -hmm. um, and wanted to do that for a career.
1: Okay. So that's what you mean by guarantee your language, right? Yes. Because we're we're newbies. We don't know anything about this. (laughs) So you're going to have to go baby steps for us here. Okay. So you wanted to study Russian. Yes.
3: I wanted to be a Russian linguist in the army. Um,
1: And what does that mean? I'm so sorry.
3: (laughs) That means I... No chucks of dope. Um, so here's your introduction to Russian linguists. What the army did is they would do voice intercept over radios, trying to say it so I don't get in trouble. Uh-huh. It sounds like but you wanted
1: to be inter- a spy, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. We're going to let you think. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah,
3: I, I wanted to do that. I, they hooked me by saying, oh, you could work at the embassy. Okay. Where do I sign? Right. Okay. So- But we did all that. I got in. I went to language school. I met Greg because he was wearing his little Cracker Jack uniform, you know, the the little sailor uniform. Uh huh. (laughs) I looked super cute. And so after a few glances and chance meetings over two days, we started dating. And I know. Was that
1: just like you met in the mess hall? Like, where did you meet?
3: I had to pass his classroom on the way to mine. Oh. And I would go with my books all bundled up in front of me and just... Head down, blinders on, beeline to the classroom. So he said hi to me and I ignored him.
1: <laughs> As you do.
3: Well, because I don't think I even heard him. Um, and so at lunchtime, I passed by him after lunch and he jumped in front of me off of a park bench. He said, I said hi and you ignored me. I'm like, you did? <laughs> <laughs> you did? <laughs> so I had invited him to a Russian party. From the class ahead of me, because we all knew each other, I said, well, there's a party. Why don't you come with me and blah, blah, blah. And from there, we hit it off and the rest is history. So so we
1: met, we got married. (laughs) Uh, Can we back up, though? What's a Russian party? What does that mean?
3: (laughs) Oh, it was all the Russian linguists that got together to drink vodka.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right.
3: Generally underage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like college.
1: Yeah, sure. sure. No, I get it. Now, I'm, no, I'm genuinely intrigued by this because I actually almost went to West Point. I know I'm swearing again. But I guess what I'm trying to say is there, so there's separate majors. I, it's not really a major, right? But I mean, so if you wanted to just go into German or French or something like that, it's a totally different yeah. section?
3: Yeah. It's Defense Language Institute out in Monterey, California. Ah, okay. Could not pick a more beautiful spot to be. Yeah. And you would go in, when you sign up, you enlist for a particular language. Or if you're not sure, they'll pick one for you that's in high demand.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So
3: they'll pick Mandarin Chinese or is Russian that,
1: or Korean. going to ask, or is that, what is the most Or one the, high the Middle
3: Eastern ones. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. For the Navy, they wouldn't do that. They'd, it's like, take your chances. But the Army would guarantee it if you scored high enough on your language aptitude test.
0: Okay.
1: Okay.
3: So, and you have, to have an 18 to pass. The average was 24. I scored a 45.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Nerd alert. My recruiter freaked. <laughs> 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 nerd alert. That's
0: what I promised Embassy
3: duty. Oh, yeah. Come on, sign up. We got you hooked. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I loved it. I had a blast with it. So,
1: again, um, dumb question from Chuck What's the highest you can get? A 60. A 60. Okay. okay. All right. That wasn't such a dumb question, I guess, then. <laughs> Like if she says a hundred, I'm gonna like be. Well, I
3: said sixty minutes, but I didn't tell you it was sixty questions. Right.
1: Right. Okay. Well, that's a good point. Okay. Now, are there people that do dual languages, or you're just allowed to do the one? You can do a dual. Most of
3: them go in for one, Mm -hmm. but we were getting orders to Japan because we could get stationed there together. Mm -hmm. So I decided I would audit Japanese while I was in my Russian studies.
1: Ah. Okay. So this got pretty serious pretty quick. If you yeah. guys are trying to get stationed together, wow, that yeah. must be so tricky because who knows what would have happened if right, you didn't.
0: Right. I know there
3: are only like four places we could go together. Wow. Ah, okay.
1: That's pretty yeah. amazing. And it's just like some of these things you never really think about in the military. You know, there's all these different besides actually active combat.
0: Right, right.
1: You know what I mean? Right. There's all these right. different yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: and you think of tanks and you think of infantry and linguists? What are linguists doing? Yeah, sure.
1: But it's obviously very important. It's an important,
0: important. absolutely.
1: Now, does everyone who goes over there, do they speak the language or are you also a translator or something like that?
3: Generally, you're what they call voice intercept. You're listening. Um, and as you go progress in your career, you'll become an analyst and start taking what people are listening to and then analyze it to see if there's anything that the higher ups need to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That is so interesting.
3: Now,
1: is it, and it's written and spoken, right? I assume? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. This is Yeah. Uh,
3: I got 18 college credits for my 37-week course at
1: VLI. Wow. Okay. So yeah,
3: you're learning a language, you get college credit. And... Okay. Awesome.
1: Now, I'm going to table one thing you put on, something about almost getting arrested in Tokyo. We'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of getting drugs from Shad in a bathroom in ABC. Yeah. Um, okay. But let's continue on from there. So after you were stationed, then what? Because you're on the East Coast now, so...
3: We're on the East Coast now. Yeah.
1: How did that happen? Yeah,
3: I did a tour. I, w- I was fortunate enough to have an option when I got pregnant with our daughter to get out or stay in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knowing that we probably wouldn't get stationed together, um, I opted to get out and become a full-time Navy wife. Mm-hmm. And so we went from Japan, and our daughter was born over there, to Florida, back to Japan, back to Florida. He took a tour in Diego Garcia for a year and came back to Florida. And then he got a civilian job with Navy recruiting up here in Arlington, oh, in town, nice. Virginia.
0: Yeah, nice. there you go, yeah.
1: Land of the littles, as we say, <laughs> that's great. And so how long have you been in Arlington?
3: We have been in Virginia since 1995. So quite a while. So yes, we moved to Northern Virginia, we moved to Manassas in 95. And then I was working for a university and they opened a campus down in Newport News, Hampton Roads area. So I opened a campus down there. So we moved down to Newport News and we really missed it up here and looked for an opportunity to come back. In the meantime, I had switched jobs from the university and went to work as a contractor for the Army, back to the Army, (laughs) as an instructional designer and got a position up in Washington with Marine Corps Institute writing correspondence courses. So we got back up here, so we didn't have to drive three hours to see a Nationals game or a Capitals game.
1: <laughs> right, Yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what's, why don't we just transfer right there then? Because it kind of just dropped the ball there. I like the segue, though. So is that your favorite sports team? What is your favorite sport?
3: Love the Nationals, even though, and you know, we are those fans. We love them, even though they're, like, rebuilding and it's, like, really painful. And I cried when they let Josh Bell and Juan Soto go.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I like the Capitals. I love Nicholas Baxton. And I actually named my dog after him. My dog's name is Nikki Barkstrom. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's so cute.
1: <laughs> now, can we get back to the baseball real quick? Now, how long do you think 2019 lasts for you? You know what I mean? Like, yes, you're, you're, you're going through a rough patch and we, we feel your pain on that. But, you know, you did just win a World Series not too long ago. It's within five years, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, so that was really awesome. I have my shark holding the World Series trophy on my desk. <laughs>
1: exactly. So I think you know. I wonder what is Littles. What do you say? <laughs> like, when does the polish start coming off? I guess so to speak. You know, is it five years?
3: Ever uh, hopeful? They'll get back up there again. Oh yeah, oh, sure. for sure. Yeah. You know, it, hopefully it's not eighty years because I would like to see them win another. Right. Um, <laughs>
1: exactly. Yep. We're so counting fun.
3: down to opening day. I got tickets. Yes. Oh, oh, nice.
1: That's gonna be great. All right. Well, you can stick around, right? Okay, I haven't done that in a long time. I I know, Chuck. Well,
0: (laughs) I'm not going anywhere.
3: He was the
1: missus. I thought I should be a little polite here. Yeah, sure. All right, well, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with...
0: Meet the Littles.
1: This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Rox. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we're lucky enough to have Devorah with us. And we're going to learn a lot more, I think, right now. Because we did this on a previous, I don't know, about five episodes ago, maybe I lost count, but where we brought up something and we said we were going to get to it and then we conveniently just let it go because (laughs) I think for all parties involved, it was best that way. Uh It might have had something to do with Shad at a jingle fest. Okay. (laughs) Now, but you wrote, you almost got arrested in Tokyo. So we don't want to disappoint the listeners. We have to come back to that. So why don't you give us the lowdown on that?
3: Okay. So we're young. We're our first tour in Japan and we have gone down to Tokyo and there's this lovely little Russian tea room that we decided as Russian linguists, we needed to go have Russian food. Mm-hmm. So we did, and it was wonderful. And we had our, our borscht and our glass tea. And on the way back, we're passing buildings in the Russian embassy. And I'm like, "Ooh, let me read the sign. It's big plaque out in the front, all in Cyrillic and Russian. So I go over and I start reading it. And Greg is hollering at me. He's like, Come here. Come here. And I'm looking, and I'm like, I'm reading. And I'm looking. And he's like, there's police everywhere. There were two buses of Japanese police because there was a high level Russian function going on at the embassy. And because I was looking at the sign and trying to read it and lingering, they were getting ready to like pounce on me and take me off to the Japanese jail somewhere.
0: Oh no. What? Just because you were reading? Just because I was reading.
3: Wow. Because I'm like baka gaijin in Japanese. It's crazy foreigner. (laughs) Okay. So he saved me from being arrested.
1: Now, would he have been arrested too, I wonder? Or just you?
3: I hope not.
1: (laughs) 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 Because he would have gotten you out. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but he saved the day. So that's good. He
0: saved the day. That's so funny.
1: Letter to my commanding officer and all that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Now, that's hardcore. I was going to, when I first saw that on the forum, I was going to be like, eh, been there, done that. But- (laughs) I mean, no, in all serious, because when I was in Tokyo, we were warned about things like that, about culture and things like that. Be very careful, obviously be respectful, things mm-hmm. like that. But there were all these demonstrations going on all over the city and stuff like that. And you just had, I didn't know what it was for or what I was getting into. You see, very nicely said, I would just stay away. That's your best option.
3: Yeah. Yes, I have learned not to read foreign signs. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been able to read them. But I think I told this story where I went into the grocery store even and I literally, on my camera, because we didn't have picture phones back then, I literally took, because this one grocery store had pictures on, like, mm-hmm. the meat. If it, was yeah. p- if it was pork, it had a little pig on it. If right. it was beef, it had a cow on it. But with the Japanese writing. So I took a picture so that I could match that wherever I went. Yeah. And I'd know, like, in, especially on, like, a, a menu, it's all in Japanese, I could actually see, okay, this must be some kind of beef or mm-hmm. some kind of chicken mm-hmm. or some, you know, that kind of thing. It was really tricky. Yeah. I didn't read really it. Yeah apparently any bad signs so that's good so <laughs> yeah. anyway all right well now we have to get into your fandom here because this is going to be interesting because obviously we know your husband's also a little now what came first the chicken or the egg i guess is how we'll say <laughs> Like,
3: I- <laughs> his fandom came first okay. and i was going along for the ride and we would listen to tony on the radio and then we'd watch him on pti and actually started with the sports reporters oh okay he was watching the sports reporters religiously and i popped in now and then and like oh okay Who's the orange man? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we just started watching it regularly. It was like we'd watch around the horn just to get to PTI. We started watching that and then we started listening to the podcast when that came out. We actually went to his recording at Clyde's in Bethesda.
1: Oh nice. Oh, cool. Okay.
3: Yeah, we sat with Jen Babish at that one.
1: Um, who? And- who? Jen Who? <laughs> oh, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs>
3: And I got to, got to see Chuck Todd and all that. Um, oh, that's great. I know I love Chuck. Such a great name. Um,
1: great. Now, you also then, have a, a great connective tissue story, right? Because you've also been to Jingle Fest.
3: I've been to two. Greg has been to like more. Um, we went to the Burning of the Old Jingle Fest t-shirts at a park. We went to the Summer of Littles last year at a lovely brewery. And we're sitting there waiting for people. And I look over and I see this little what I think is a corgi mm-hmm. puppy mm-hmm. and like a 12 year old the 12 year old girl in me goes ah, puppy!" so I, can I say hi to your dog and cause I, it's, I have to adopt all the dogs <laughs> and <laughs> so he brings her over and he goes well it's really an Augie and I'm like tell me more and it's a Australian Shepherd corgi mix
0: oh cute
3: and it's a toy Australian Shepherd so it's small Right. I'm like, well, we have another dog. We'd like to get him a buddy. You know, Can you tell me about the breeder and all this stuff? So he hooked us up with the breeder and we kept in touch. Unfortunately, we lost our Sheltie in November um, at 13, but he was a sweet boy. So we kept in touch with the breeder. She's like, yeah, I got a litter coming. And I've got this little Merle girl named Nikki Barkstrom. And she is the cutest thing thing. She is my profile pick on pretty much everything. Yep. And so she is my tie to Summer of Littles. So she's really a tiny, tiny.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> <That's> so cute. <laughs> so,
3: yeah. So I'm hoping we have a dog-friendly place to go next year and I can bring her.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: It's, it's amazing yeah. the connective tissue that this show brings. Mm-hmm. It really is.
3: Yeah, and yep. yeah. Like you are part of my podcast routine in the morning. It's you guys and Tony and a couple of things on NPR and I'm set because I don't like to listen to a bunch of people talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. 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 <laughs> Roxy doesn't either. I don't.
3: There's only certain people I like to listen to talk. Right. <laughs> sure. Excellent.
1: All right, we'll see what, how you feel after you hear this one. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see what we can do for you. <laughs> well, this is great. We can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. Now you know that what's coming, right? Yeah. Well, let's get, get to it, Roxy.
2: Okay.
0: What was your favorite toy growing up? I have a
3: stuffed bear that... My grandmother would give me coffee milk, and I would feed it to the bear, and it washed his nose off. Uh, Cute.
1: All right. What's the one movie you love so much that you know you will be best friends with another person just because they love it as well?
3: Blazing Saddles.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. okay. We can definitely hang out. (laughs) Roxy, I made you watch that, right? Yes, I've watched it. She's seen it once. Yes. Um, Wow. It's
0: funny. It's funny. It's hilarious, Roxy. I like Spaceballs better. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, my that's favorite. Okay. But it was yeah. pretty good. And
3: When Harry Met Sally. That's my favorite. Oh. Um, oh,
1: okay. Yes. But I don't think we could have more opposite movies, though. That's okay. <laughs> so she's just going to be friends with everybody. That's great. Like, like, that's great. Okay. All right, Roxy, what's next?
0: What is your favorite family tradition?
3: Uh, I think my favorite is when we have the kids together and we do Pro Hanukkah says, I am the latke queen. My daughter makes this brisket to die for. Yeah. And we get all the grandkids involved. They're shredding. They're mixing. And my daughter's father-in-law is so impressed that I can put a latke mix together and not measure anything. Ooh. He's like, how can you do that? And I said, (laughs) just like, Ed, you mix it till it looks good.
2: Yep.
1: You're a pinch of salt person. I get (laughs) it. Yep. (laughs)
0: love
3: it yeah and it's just the whole getting together and having
1: fun. sure all right speaking of if you could squirt any condiment out of your finger (laughs) what would it be
3: is wine a condiment
0: (laughs) uh you know i'm gonna say in this yes it can be i mean it's not but we can can (laughs) make it
1: really but (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess you do cook with it you do interesting what kind of wine
0: Uh,
1: i think a lovely pinot noir (laughs)
0: love it (laughs) Love it. Okay, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be?
3: Jessica Rabbit. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's a good because one. Because when I get bronchitis, my voice gets really deep, and I, I channel Kathleen Turner. <laughs> and I can be Jessica. Nice. I'm not, I'm not really bad. I'm just drawn that way.
0: <laughs> that's
1: great. Now, can you do that with Blazing Saddles as well? or? <laughs> uh, uh, Welcome and bienvenue, welcome. There you go. (laughs) All right. All right. Hey, what group of kids would you want to hang out with? The kids from E.T., Goonie, Stand By Me, The Sandlot, Stranger Things, or The Little Rascals? Sandlot. I love The Sandlot. Yes. (laughs) Great movie.
0: Another point goes to Roxy. Whatever.
1: (laughs) I actually, I think that would be Ritz.
0: Uh, no, Ritz I is love, the one that made us add that. The sand lot. yeah, but
1: Ritz is the one that wrote in saying we had to That's add it
0: because I didn't know I could ask you to add it. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Ritz. I tried. She's taking full credit for that.
0: <laughs> okay, if you could shop for free at one store, which one would you choose?
3: Nahoku. What's
0: that? Nahoku
3: jewelry Ooh. is beautiful jewelry from Hawaii.
0: <gasps> nice
3: pearls. Yeah, it's.
1: Gorgeous. Google I I it. To You'll look love that it. you Yes. <laughs> All right. And what's your favorite French fry shape? Because everyone needs to know that. Oh, I love curly fries. Yeah. yeah. Curly fries. They're That's good. It's fun, one.
0: right? Yeah.
1: yeah. All right, Roxy. Let's end with some rapid fire.
0: All right. Coke or Pepsi?
1: Coke. Pancakes or waffles?
0: Pancakes.
1: Okay. Chocolate chip. <laughs> oh, chocolate chip. Okay. Oh, always. Okay. Always.
0: <laughs> Smooth or crunchy peanut butter?
1: Smooth. Cups up or down in the cupboard? Up
0: one sink or a double sink
1: i have one sink
0: yes and it's massive yes oh. thank you yes <laughs> that's all roxy's done I'm interview's good. over interview's
1: over. <laughs> but we got to finish with this uranus jokes not funny or never not funny
0: oh never not funny
3: all right perfect Excellent. i had a
1: feeling with the blazing saddles yeah thing. yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I sensed a theme yeah but, that okay.
3: and i work with marines
1: oh true true right right absolutely mm-hmm. All right. Well, Devorah, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. This has been fantastic. What can we plug for you or how can people get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with?
3: I am on Facebook at Devorah Sharmita. I'm on the Twitter at D Sheremita. I'm on Insta at Pirates Wench.
1: Okay. <laughs> is this a Barry the lead moment?
3: We're Parrot Heads. Oh, so uh, right, right, right. And right, Greg right. is Pirate at 60 and I yep. am Pirate Wench. Gotcha. And I have this hat that's like an entity to itself that has been on the Margaritaville webpage because it's got a giant shark on it and everything on it relates to a Jimmy Buffett song, mm-hmm.
1: and yes, it lights up and everything. Gotcha. Is that the puppy? That is the puppy. Okay.
3: It's her chassis moment.
1: It's her chassis moment. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast, and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under?
1: Over. Okay, now it's the same, right? Yeah. Meaning he's an over, right? Okay. All right. That's what we yeah, thought. Yeah, I think he's an over. <laughs> oh,
0: you think? He has no <laughs> choice in this house. Oh, I
1: see. Got okay. You. Exactly. Now he might have said that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Awesome. Well, Devora, we really appreciate the time. Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you.
1: All right, all you loyal listeners.
0: We'll be right back. Hi, this
3: is Kate Milan, and you're listening
0: to the Loyal
1: Little Podcast on WTFC. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Devorah, for coming on to meet the Littles. And
0: so, so fun. So Yeah, pleasure.
1: such a great way, like I said, to round out Women's History Month. Oh, yeah. And so before we get to our email, we always like to throw one of these in, or two or three. Did you hear about the cross-eyed teacher who lost her job because she couldn't control her pupils? <laughs> <laughs> Um, We're going to tell you, Greg Sharamita, episode 154, (laughs) since his lovely wife has now come on to meet the Littles. Uh Should we do one more? Sure. When you get a bladder infection, you're in trouble.
0: (laughs) Okay. You're in trouble.
1: (laughs) He might have a few more. We'll come back. Okay. All right. Tiny little suggestion. Yeah. Let's do this first. Hey, Chuck and Roxy, between the authors I follow and the crafting groups I follow, I've heard about Pirate Ship a few times. They have contracts with USPS and UPS and then pass the discount to the people who have Pirate Ship accounts. There's no monthly subscription, and you can print your label on copy paper and tape it to your package. So you might want to give it a look for the times when you want to send out mediocre prizes. Here's the web address it's just pirateship.com. Okay. I uh, hope you both are well. Michelle Pendleton, episode 45. Now, I think we've, someone else a long time ago might have suggested them. And we just dropped the ball and just never <laughs> looked into it. I mean, it's so, there's so much going on and, uh, you know, it's just so easy to walk down the street three blocks to the post office and right, just do it. Right, right. But this is probably easier and she's right. It probably would save us money. So that's for all the listeners. A tiny little suggestion from Michelle Pendleton, PirateShip.com. Yes. So, and we'll put that in the show notes as well. Okay, let's start here. We heard from Steve Osbold, episode two, and he sent a picture along with this, which I thought was adorable. It was of his shoes. Ooh. It says, I also happen to have shoes that match all of my outfits, three <laughs> pairs of underarmored and all black since that's pretty much all I wear. Nice. <laughs> black jeans, EC hoodie or t-shirt and shorts. In summer, I don't run. I will only run a mile if something is chasing me <laughs> for two. But being on my feet all day with a ton of walking, UA are by far the most comfortable. Okay. So it's armored. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I used to have a pair of those, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Then we have kind of a correction, I think, but it's going under the emails. Dear Chuck and Roxy, and maybe a third wheel. Eh, sadly, not this time. After hearing the email from Steve Osbol, episode two, now, this is not that email. This is the email from the last episode. The Stewart soda to which he was referring is not from the Capital Region convenience store, Stalwart, that is, Stewart shops. Rather, a whole different Stewart's with an apostrophe. Now, this is getting out of control. Oh. This one is from Stewart's with apostrophe S restaurants based in Ohio. Famous for their soft drinks, especially root beer. When I first saw them, I thought they were related to Stewart's shops as well. So who am I to judge? Only through research, thanks Wikipedia, did I make the difference. Ah. Regards, Jason Bullitt, episode 31. Now he's a 518er from upstate New York. Yeah, so there's a difference. So now we have to look for a freaking apostrophe? Yeah,
0: so there's a difference between Stewart's and Stewart's
1: sure okay I'm gonna let you take the heat for that okay because I don't know if I said that right or not but anyway all right let's just rip the band-aid off go Roxy all right here here we we go. go
0: dear Choxie Running talk leads to shoe talk, which leads to Chuck watching his apartment space and wallet shrink. I am starting to think Roxy should look into becoming a barefoot runner. Heck no. (laughs) No Have you ever seen them? I could never. Oh,
1: I've seen them. I can't even. I'm running a freaking marathon. I'm on on like mile 13 and this something something runs by you (laughs) in bare feet and you're like, no, you know what the worst ones are? Sorry, I'm going to hijack his moment here. (laughs) No, the worst ones are when the people that run with the baby carriages and they're pushing these like carriages uphill. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me, what? Or the 80-year-old guy that comes running by you with the shirt that says, this is my, like, 50th marathon or something. <laughs> Ugh, those people. <laughs> anyway, go ahead.
0: Anyway, he goes on to say, I think my favorite part of these episodes is the bury the lead moment between the blaring horn and Chuck's variations of, this is something you would put on the form, don't occur every episode, but I definitely rewind them. There was one episode in the 140s where the horn was set off for a solid 45 seconds while Chuck scolded the little for not putting it on the form. This is gold, Jerry. Gold. I'd like to
1: to find that. I felt (laughs) the way. Did I scold that? It was somewhere
0: in the 140s. (laughs) Okay. I'd like to give a shout out to my 13-year-old basketball playing daughter who has never heard of Kornheiser, let alone this Littles Awesome podcast, for picking Florida Atlantic to get to the final four. And we laughed at her when she picked them. Who's laughing now? Eat it, Eliza. She has no idea who Saliza is. I'd like to make a request. Can we have a Meet the Littles by the Littles episode? I'd love to have one of the third wheels interview Chuck and Roxy separately. I get it. We've had the wedding episode, meet the hosts, and gotten to know each of them over the course of 200 plus episodes. However, we have a lot of new listeners and maybe a full episode to get to know each of you so that people coming to the pod can find that one episode to get to know you easier. Not everyone has my kind of time on their hands to listen to every single episode. I totally get the acronym versus initialism thing. Oh, he's moving on. But it's it's in the speaker's power to make the distinction. A-B-T-A-H-S is actually a spoken word while Chuck and Roxy choose to say it by the letter. Speak the word. It's fun. A-P-T-A-S. Now we're getting to the point in the email when she
1: realizes why I had her read it this time and not me.
0: A-P-T-A-S. Okay, sure, that. That's not going to be the
1: title of this episode.
0: (laughs) Remember, folks, while hockey might be an awesome sport, especially in person, it is traditionally a ratings killer on the sports show, such as PTI and initialism, by the way. Hence, if your podcast rates above it, then it isn't at the bottom. We won't bring up where the NBA, soccer, or golf rate on that scale. Remember, people, it's one sink, one big-ass sink, episode 178. (laughs) Abtess. All
1: right. Thank you for that. Did I say that right? Now, we read that under, I I read that under protest. That's why I didn't read it. Yeah. He got an email read on the big show. Never dropped his episode number. What? What's that Come about? On, so 178. what are you? Were you Brandon Brazelli on the big show, but you're only 178 here? I that'd get be it. funny if That's he funny. just
0: signed it. Episode 178. 178 and that would be, be like, funny. What Brandon. the F is that? <laughs>
1: it's, he'd be like, that'd be a waste. No one would know it was my email. True. It would True. be funny though. if you True. just. We would know. We would know. The littles would know, Brandon. <laughs> let's see if he accepts the challenge. <laughs> All right, let's move on. This is from Tim Cree, episode 107. Since you were talking about reading the funnies on the last episode, On MASH last night, they were talking about the comic strip Little Abner. Either of you ever heard of that? I've
0: heard of it. Of course.
1: Well, hello. It's a Broadway show, first of all. Is it? Oh, dear. Yes, Roxy. It's a Broadway (gasps) show based on the comic strip. Okay. But yes, it was a comic strip first. It's like, that's what Annie is.
0: Clearly, there's no tap dancing in it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so.
0: then I would know.
1: Yeah. No, it was just like, you know, there was Little Orphan Annie in the comic strip, right. and then they turned it into a musical. Yep. Same thing. It's okay. it's okay. It's not one of the better ones out there, but it's okay. Uh, oh, then he has, P.S., also, I named my fantasy football team, quote, Rose Killed Jack. <laughs> so, yeah. There's, we she have, did kill Jack. We have lots of thoughts on that. Uh, anyway, that's, all, that's for our TV Junkies podcast, I think. Dang door. Or the Chuck and Roxy show spinoff, whatever we're going to do. It
0: should be be titled That Dang Door.
1: That Dang Door, yeah. (laughs) Now, oh, let's do this. One more. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. I just can't put it down. (laughs) Okay. Greg Sharamita, 154. Okay. I'm a little bit of a math nerd, so my favorite part of March Madness is figuring out scenarios for who's going to win the bracket for whatever pool I'm in. This year, because of the underdog-laden Final Four, it's turned out fairly simple for the Loyal Littles podcast group. Okay, I'm not gonna continue this. Talk about the ultimate spoiler alert. He literally goes in to all the things that can happen for so and so to win the contest.
0: Well I wanna know if I can
1: You're not on the if list. I
0: can <laughs> land in third. <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah. Is there potential all right. for that? There's your homework, Mike. Is there potential? Because we were looking at it because there's only two people in front of her that also have UConn. Yep. Now, obviously, UConn would have to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think I figured that out. I think you could potentially come in third.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's hoping.
1: Yeah, but I'm sorry. I, I, I feel bad because he went into all this and typed it out for us, but we're not going to read that. Uh, my favorite part is the last part where it says... Whatever happens, I end up in 68th place. <laughs> <Aww>.
0: <laughs> That's Mike Wolf,
1: episode TBD. Wait,
0: is that really like any scenario he ends up in 68th place? Yeah.
1: yeah. Like me. I'm in the same situation because okay. if we don't have any more picks possible sure. and people aren't going to move, if anything, they're going to move up. They're not going to move down. Sure. I think. Yeah. So he has yeah. all
0: the math out there?
1: Well, I mean, it's not that, it's actually not that hard because oh. there's only like five scenarios, not even mm. five scenarios mm-hmm. of who can win this thing. Gotcha. Because of who's left because yeah, right I was saying to Roxy the other day this is one of the first times and I can't remember how long that I don't even have a final four team mm. and y- most people only have one and it's UConn yeah I mean I hate to say, unless you went to those schools I didn't right. look through every bracket in our contest but pretty much the leaders and stuff like that yeah sure um, and then we do have one more winner which we're not going to talk about yet because I'll wait till it's official of mm-hmm. the losing bracket but when we announce all the winners we will officially do that I think that's sewn up though if I'm not mistaken the
0: losiest winner.
1: The losiest winner. It's <laughs> <laughs> still going to get a good mediocre prize. Sure. Because I think it's harder. I do.
0: That's what she said.
1: Roxy. Oops. Good one, though. <laughs> Maybe. Can't disappoint episode 178 anymore. <laughs> That's what I she mean, said? you know, right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's all we got. Big week, though. Oh, yeah. Baseball.
0: Huh. Can't wait.
1: Baseball Finally. opening week. Finally. Thursday for most of us. Chuck's already up in my grill about the O's. Yeah. Playing the socks Sure. Sox. And Roxy's going away this weekend.
0: I am. So
1: I I might, I don't know, maybe I'll head up to Yankee Stadium. The Giants are in town. So we'll see. I don't know. And then hopefully maybe tonight we might get to bump into Lee Gordon.
0: Hey, you never know. how
1: exciting would that be? Mm -hmm. So anyway, let's get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
0: Go to our website, loyalittlespod.com. Everything is there for you to look at.
1: And (laughs) respond to. (laughs) And we say that, and we should say, So the links to Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is there. Please click on those and then follow us over there. Yeah. That always helps. And then the most important thing is if you do listen on Apple, which I know most of you do because I see those stats, please don't forget to head over and give us a nice (laughs) rate and review. That does help. Yes. So we really appreciate that. We really do. Well, Once again, thank you, Devorah Sharamita, for coming on to meet the Littles and rounding out our Women's History Month. Yes. We really appreciate that. And remember, Roxy, the most important thing. Besides acknowledging that the DC Defenders are six and zero is, if you are shopping online tonight, don't forget to use the code. Use the code.
0: Bye. <clears throat> Bye. Ugh. Bye. No. Bye.
3: Is wine a condiment? <laughs> The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and
0: edited by Louis B. Croco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
3: I'm not really bad. I'm just drawn that way.
2: Oh, yeah.